Catholic on Purpose is now the Bab to Catholic Show. Just imagine that every time we say Catholic on Purpose in this episode, we mean the Bab to Catholic Show. Back by popular demand, the Catholic on Purpose podcast. And we've got an episode on prayer today for you, and we're really excited. Let's do it. Catholic on Purpose is a show exploring what we believe as Catholics and how we can live it intentionally. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and share. So, last week, if you noticed, we didn't have a podcast. What? Yes. So, um, we thought no one would notice. Our, we thought our, our extensive listener base. You know, like the three people who really listen. Yeah, we, we didn't think anybody would notice. However, uh, w- the Holy Spirit got us, right? Got us. <laughs> so, um, at the beginning of the week, a friend of mine texted me and was like, Oh, thank you so much for the podcast. And I was like... Okay, Lord, I hear you. I, I hear you. Yeah. And then um, we got a message from our friend Susan, who we uh, had her question on the podcast a few months ago or a couple months ago, whatever. Um, and she was like, hey, just checking in. Where's the podcast, basically? <laughs> uh, so we're back. You can't get rid of us now. You can't get rid of us. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do. Yeah. Or if you want to get rid of us, we got to hear that feedback. Okay? Yeah. So. Or or maybe just don't listen. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so, so we're back and we are discussing prayer. Yeah. Uh, often a topic, you know, prayer. Everybody knows what prayer is, right? Knows mm-hmm. how to pray. But I thought today we would kind of drill down, talk about what it is. And then eventually to some practical ways that we can engage mm-hmm. prayer and kind of deepen our own prayer lives. Um, but like we usually do, I'd like to start out kind of talking about experiences. Mm-hmm. And uh, from my perspective growing up uh, with prayer, it was almost, ex- well, I don't say almost, it was exclusively spontaneous or, you know, extemporaneous prayer or, or what some people call just praying from the heart. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know... Uh, memorized or what people call rote prayers weren't a part of our tradition. Um, I don't know that we would have looked down upon those or anything like that, but it definitely wasn't. I can even remember going to like a friend's house or maybe it was one of our cousin's house and they had a, a formal rope prayer that they said before their meals. Mm. And as a family, I remember thinking, and I don't know if we discussed it later or just, thinking on said, well, that's strange. How weird is that? Yeah. How kind of mechanical is that? And, and of course that's, you know, I was being judgmental because I had not experienced that myself and that's yeah. not the way that I was used to it. I mean, in our tradition, anytime they were coming to prayer, it was from the heart, you know, it's extemporaneous. And also there would be things like, um, people standing up and kind of giving their testimony or their witness, or they're just from the heart telling, you know, what happened in their life. Um, how uh, the Lord uh, touched them that, that week or, uh, you know, maybe their conversion, their uh, journey of faith or whatever it was, all from the heart. They might even interrupt the pastor's sermon, you know, to yeah. give that. And so all of that. And uh, and I'm thankful for that. And the church really affirms that, that type of prayer uh, coming from the heart extemporaneous. Um, and in a practical way, too, I was thinking about, you know, my experiences as having to get up in front of people or having to talk mm-hmm. to people, communicate. 
it really helps in that regard, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> so as being that important spiritual element, there's also that kind of a practical uh, thing too, where you become a, a, an effective communicator because that's something that you have to, you're kind of forced into doing, you know, yeah, you're especially in that kind of situation where you're called on, not only like you're expected to pray by yourself, but you're expected to pray in the congregation, you know, to open yes. in prayer for different events and that kind mm-hmm. of thing, which is why I, I jokingly say that Casey's a good prayer, you know, like a prayer, not yeah, a prayer. Good at praying. Casey's yes. just, he's just a prayer. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's yeah. my experience and it was, it was a good one, but like I, <laughs> I joke, I didn't even have the, our father, the Lord's prayer memorized yeah. growing up. Even up yeah. into adulthood, I didn't, I mean, I obviously I knew what it was and it was in scripture and so I was familiar with it, but there was no reason or time or mm-hmm. uh, to to focus that and, and keep it in memory to, to use it over and over again. Yeah, I would say my, my experience has been similar. Um, so definitely a focus on spontaneous prayer, certainly in church, but then alone as well. Although as a family, we did have a... a a prayer that we followed for meals and um, like at nighttime that we Mm -hmm. would, we would say a specific prayer. Um, And I did, I was raised evangelical, non-denominational, but um, my grandmother was Methodist. So every week we still said the, our father, the um, Lord's prayer at service. And then Whenever we took communion, which I, I can't remember if that was once a month or if it was quarterly, we would also say the Nicene Creed yeah. with <laughs> communion as well. Um, so I I don't know that I had them completely memorized. I think the Our Father, the the Lord's Prayer, I definitely did. Um, but the Nicene Creed, I knew enough to recognize it, exactly. basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just that's just an interesting, That's that was... Our upbringing, and but thinking about this extemporaneous and and spontaneous prayers as well, uh, e- even a, a spontaneous prayer, a prayer from the heart, uh, it adapts certain memorized portions on top of it. I can even think about, I think about my dad. I can think <laughs> about the way I, I used to pray, probably more, and then uh, other people, and uh, they would often start the same way every time. So it'd be like. Dear most kind and gracious heavenly father. Right? <laughs> yeah. That didn't change. Like that was the same thing. That was the same way to start, which yeah. it's it's pretty cool. And then it would usually always uh end, at least with my dad, would be please lead, guide, and direct, forgive us where we fall short, or forgive us where we sin. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have that tradition, really. It was a, a form of tradition that was on the spontaneous prayer. And then in the middle, you know, you'd have the different things um, that you would pray for. And two, thinking about this uh, spontaneous prayer, you'd have a lot of, of common <laughs> verbiage that would come up and common yeah. words. It's like, um, just, just Lord, just. Oh, how just, many times can you say Lord? How many prayer? times you can, how many times you say, say Lord? And then how many times you, uh, say the word just? Oh, just. Yeah. And I, I can think about just, it. Just even in my us. own prayer now, you know, just, yeah. just Lord. Lord, you're just so great. Just Lord, you know, <laughs> you yes. do that. it's like you have to yeah. remind the Lord, your name is Lord, you know? So yeah. anyway, uh, it's just a fun, fun memories. And yeah. um, it's, it's, it, it was great. And, and now becoming Catholic and being introduced to memorized prayers and, and quote unquote wrote prayers, it's, it's opened me up so that it's not like I'm denying the one forsaking it for the other. It's opened up. I think mm-hmm. for both of us, it's opened up and now like our, it's like a huge buffet of, of types yes, of you know absolutely. ways of, of to Absolutely. pray. 
Um, so it's awesome. And so we thought we'd start you know, swinging off of our experiences into w- the what section of the podcast, talking about what is prayer. So kind of giving you a definition from the catechism here, the Catholic Church, paragraph 2559 states the following. Quote, prayer is the raising of one's mind and heart to God or the requesting of good things from God. But when we pray, do we speak from the height of our pride and, and will or out of the depths of a humble and contrite heart? Mm. He who humbles himself will be exalted. Humility is the foundation of prayer. Only when we humbly acknowledge that, quote, we do not know how to pray as we ought, end quote, are we ready to receive freely the gift of prayer? Man is a beggar before God. Yeah. So in that power-packed paragraph in the Catechism, you have some scripture references, a quote from the sa- of the saints, and yeah. it's just I think it just does a really good job at boiling it down. Mm-hmm. How we approach the Lord and what prayer is is a lifting of the heart to God. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's Saint Therese. That it, possibly yeah. I, I, it's it's one of two. I, I saw Therese in there and and another saint as well. But regardless, I think that's that's a beautiful image to have in your mind of just of of raising your heart mm-hmm. and. I really like the raising, it says the raising the mind and heart to God or requesting good things. I think yeah. sometimes, and listen, petitionary prayers are wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. We we ought to be asking yeah. our, our father, you know, for help in situations or, or, or for things that we need. Um, but it's important to realize too, that that's not the only type of mm-hmm. prayer, right? We just don't list, you know, because sometimes it can, can become like this long list of petitions. Lord, I want this, 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 and this, and this, 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 this. And uh, don't forget my Audi. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Extreme case. Right? Don't forget my Audi. But, um, but there's also different forms of prayer that we need to uh, pull in there too. So yeah. lifting your heart in Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yes, so you're lifting definitely. your heart in Thanksgiving and praise to the Lord for all mm-hmm. that he's done. Um, and one that we have, I think, come into more, uh, encountered more in the part of the past year or two mm-hmm. is silence with God. Mm-hmm. All right. So something that we yeah. I, I just, um, I, you know, whether you call that contemplative prayer, right, where you're just kind of sitting. And that's the time where you, you, there's not really a lot of words coming at all. And mm-hmm. you're, you're sitting with the Lord and just asking him to send his Holy Spirit and to speak to you. It's kind of difficult in a way because you're you have to silence mind, yourself, right? Yes, your your definitely. mind is constantly running, and you're thinking about okay, when is this time going to be over? Because I need to do this, and the laundry's got to get done, and the baby's crying. Blah, 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 blah. But um, oftentimes, I find myself almost exhausting myself with prayer because I'll just be like this, 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 and now I need to check this one off. Okay, now I did that prayer, and mm-hmm. that's prayer, and, and um, and which is good, but. But my richest probably experiences with prayer has been when I when I do those things and that I just yeah right yeah and you just wait on the Lord because He wants to speak to you in that still small voice. Yeah. But sometimes we're like, I'm too busy right now, Lord. Yeah. I gotta move and groove. Right. I got stuff to do. Um, so recognizing those different kinds of prayer: Thanksgiving, petitionary, right, um, and a contemplative, a listening prayer as well. Uh, it's also the catechism. I thought did a good job about underlining that it's it's humble, mm-hmm. right? How we come. So yeah. we come to God requesting that He teach us to pray, and and in fact that asking the Holy Spirit to pray through us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I was uh, <laughs> I was reminded of uh, a kids program that we let our uh, uh, our two oldest watch. Uh, well, and the little one too. It is called um, the Friar mm-hmm. okay. on EWTN. On EWTN. And it's, it's 
it's a Spanish show that's been dubbed in English, <laughs> and it's high quality. Um, if you like puppets, if you like puppets, so it's yeah. like you know the the lips don't really match a lot of the times. There's certain things that are kind of like, oh geez, I could have done a little bit better on production quality here. But, but but it's all about the parables, and I will say our oldest two definitely know the parables. Yeah, and a lot of times we'll be sitting around the table or or whatever, and they'll be like, oh, it's like the parable, mm-hmm. and they'll tell yeah. be able to tell us in pretty great detail. Uh, you know, the parable of the sower yeah. or the prodigal son or, you know, the lost yes. coin. And they'll just go into, and a lot of times if you probe them, you know, what was the the, the significance of that? They'll they kind of be able know. to tell you, yeah, right? It's kind of Not just a story. Amazing, it's, yeah. um, so it is. It's a good program for that. Um, it's a good program for that <laughs> reason. But uh, it reminded me in this one of the, <laughs> of the parable, and everybody knows this parable of the um, the two men praying at the temple. Okay. Yeah. So you have the 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 tax the collector, publican, yeah. the publican. Yeah. All right, he's kind of in the back, and he's 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 kind of he's beating himself. He's saying, "Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner." Okay, and then you have oh boy who walks in there, and boy is he something, right? He's just telling the Lord, "Oh Lord, I thank you and I praise you for yes. not making me as as this one over here, and I pay my dues and my." tithes and I do this and I'm at temple every time you know I'm supposed to be and I never and this man over here you know and it's just a, a funny way that that show depicts it it depicts <laughs> of course these puppets right okay so again with a high quality but the the puppets there and uh the the publican is you know he's kind of bent over and he's sobbing and he's crying lord have mercy on me forgive me and a a light is like shown down from heaven on top of him and it's you know, and, and they say in the show, it's a blessing. It's a blessing, right? So a blessing is is is, is descending down upon this man as he's praying. Yeah. And then you have the publican, and it's just or, hilarious. You or the, like, yeah. The text yeah. And he he's like, hey, that blessing's for me. It can't be for you. And he, and he like knocks, knocks the dude the out, of the out of the way. And <laughs> he's he... like, you know, and he gets under it. And, and then, then it disappears. <laughs> it dissipates, you know, and then uh, he does that over and over again. It's it's just a funny way, but it shows you, right, exactly mm-hmm. what the catechism is talking about. It's the humility that's required, yeah. right? Because we, we, we must approach the Lord with that humility, asking him, Lord, I don't know how to pray. Teach me how to pray. Um, and then carving out that time that you just got to do, you got to find it. I mean, yeah. if that's waking up earlier, if that's staying up later, if that's doing something during the kids nap time, you know, instead of, heck yes, you know, you know what I mean? You, you got to optimize, you find that time uh, when you can. So, uh, and then thirdly, something I took from that was um, that it's a gift, right? Yeah. Uh, prayer. And uh, I, from one of the books, uh, I think it may be in, uh, Jason Everett's book on um, John Paul II and his five loves. And he, he recounts the story of John Paul II and he was interviewed and St. John Paul II was asked, um, well, how do you like to pray? Or how do you pray? And the Holy Father's response was, I don't know. You would have to ask the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's a peculiar way to answer that question, right? Uh, But it's the Holy Spirit, right? Who teaches us Mm -hmm. and wants to pray, literally pray through us, right? Uh, To the Father. Mm -hmm. And and so we have to find the times to to steady ourselves and then to be that conduit to let yeah. the Holy Spirit actually come in and then pray through us to the Father, um, which is hard to do sometimes. You know, yeah. we just want to uh, work it up Strong on our man, own. I know. Yeah, yeah, let's just do, I can do this, you know? Yeah. Um, it's good to take the time, but 
and but also to let the Lord give you that gift. Yeah. Is important. Yeah. So moving into like, how do you do this? So I want to break that down into two separate kind of camps. So coming into the church, I was more comfortable with spontaneous prayer, like we talked about. So how do I get more comfortable with the rope prayer? And I would say, for me, the first thing that I really got comfortable with was the rosary as a rope Mm -hmm. prayer. Um, Not only is it a rope prayer, but it's a meditative prayer. So you've got the different mysteries. You've got four sets of five mysteries each. Um, and, And you can pick up like a rosary guide pretty much anywhere online. You can pray it from a YouTube video. But getting into that rote prayer of the Hail Marys, the Glory Bees, the Our Fathers, just that the beauty of that sequence. But it goes so much deeper than that. Yeah, yeah it's such a, it's a, a simple prayer. It's simple to say the words, but meditating so fully on the life of Christ. Um, it It's just, it puts you in a state that it's, it, it just takes you somewhere else. You are in it with Christ almost. Um, and that's there, there's something so beautiful about that. And I think that, I don't think you can go wrong praying the rosary mm-hmm. as a rope prayer at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, add on to that, that you have our lady, of course, apparitions. That's another podcast, right? But, uh, especially in Fatima and, and other apparitions of our lady, mm-hmm. uh, admonishing us to, to pray the rosary. Yeah. Right. Um, I think some people get hung up. Yeah. Right. Oh, there's all these hail Marys. Why are we asking Mary mm-hmm. to pray for us so much? Why are we focusing on her? And then there's like, there's 10 hail Marys for every hour father. Like right. shouldn't you even it out? But, um, we're I, asking her to pray for us. Yeah. I actually did a study on the rosary, um, like through Lent, I guess. And, and one of the things that talked about is that that Hail Mary, that is the turning point in all of human history. Yeah. That is the point that salvation begins, basically. Everything else is leading up to that, to that moment when Christ is accepted, God is fully accepted in to the human form. And that that is why there's such a focus on it. It's not so much Mary. Yes, she's there, but like always, she's always pointing us and bringing us to her son. And that's the way through that um, reminder of that turning point in salvation. Yeah. And March 25th. So the yeah. the feast of the Annunciation, when the angel, you know, proclaimed to Mary and she said, yes, it, it's interesting. I was reading a book on, on literature here, here just recently and, you know, the Lord of the Rings, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which has, uh, you know, J.R.R. Tolkien, a, a very uh, devout Catholic interwove all these mm-hmm. this Christian symbolism into the work. But um, when is it that Frodo casts the ring into the belly of, of Mordor? Of Mordor? Yeah. When is it? It's March 25th. Yeah. So the ring of power that was controlling everyone, original sin, you know, death, right, is is defeated, is, is vanquished on the day of the Annunciation. Yeah. When Mary says yes to the yeah. angel Gabriel. Absolutely. So I just, I mean, that, that tie-in is just, it's pretty darn powerful. Yeah. Um, so start with the rosary. And if you're one of these people that's like, it takes forever to pray the rosary. Yeah. 15 I, minutes. Yeah. It takes about 15 minutes. I, I get it. And so another one that I like to pray is the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Takes me like five minutes. I prayed in the car with the kids. Oh, yeah. Super quick, super easy, super powerful. The cool thing about in the car <laughs> the car thing is that oftentimes 
we'll be backing out of the the driveway or going to somewhere, especially before a lot of the the recent events happened. And she would, and the kids would go, "Mom, do you need a little divine mercy?" <laughs> I finally get them all piled up in the car. I need some divine mercy this morning, y'all. <laughs> After getting you out of the house, yeah, divine mercy, I do. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um. So and you know those are pretty simple prayers to memorize. Um. And I think that was my struggle coming into the church was those rote prayers and not feeling them. But when you take them as that meditative, particularly prayers, um. It really does. It, it is rote, but in your heart, you're saying words with your mouth, but mouth, but in your heart, you're feeling something so much deeper, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's more spontaneous. Yeah. Now, if you've been raised Catholic, maybe, and um, spontaneous prayer is not not your thing. Yeah, something you're not as comfortable with. I, hmm, well. There's a couple things. <laughs> I would recommend starting by praying uh, prayers of Thanksgiving. Because mm-hmm. um, that, and, and even if you need to write it down, that can be pretty easy. Yeah, keep to, a journal. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. To just go to God and say, you know, I, I have all these things. And that's, you know, reminding yourself of all you have to be thankful mm-hmm. for, too. Yeah. Um, Another thing I, that I do, I keep a little notebook in my purse and I keep it, I pull it out whenever people come over and everything. And I just keep all those things that I, that people ask you to pray for. Somebody's always asking you to pray for something. So I just keep that with me all the time. And when I hear it, I just write it down. So that way, when I go to petitionary prayer, it's not all about me. I can pray for this person yeah. who has cancer. I can pray for any, all of those things that I've racked up. And, the, you know, sometimes I don't focus on that prayer. But it's also a good place to start. And just sitting down and saying, God, I don't know how to do this. But here we go. Yeah. Yeah. And that desire... To want to grow in it, yeah. this is God. You yeah, know, it has to, right? Yeah. yeah and, I don't know how I'm doing this. I don't feel like I'm doing it right, but I'm I'm going to try. And like contemplative prayer that Casey talked about, I think that would definitely fall under this spontaneous yeah. prayer moments. Um, it's not rote, obviously. I can't even describe the depth of contemplative prayer to just put yourself in the presence of God, and it feels when you're first doing it like you're wasting time. And I've never wasted my time so profitably. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it's the best time, way to waste my time, if that's what, how you want to look at it. But just to sit and, and know that I'm with God, I'm never late for that appointment. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's there, I'm there, and we're together. I, one of our professors in college, actually, I remember, and it stuck with me. He said... If you want to pray, shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> and I was like, oh, ooh. I don't think we had thought about it. Did yeah. You, had, had you thought about no, it that way No, we before? were not a Catholic at the time. And well, I even was like, so, I don't remember yeah. ever. I remember thinking. Emphasis on that, yeah. How, what, what would you do then? Right, yeah. you just sit there? Yeah. Like, and then I'm going to end with this in my house section. I will tell you how I spend a... 40 minutes to an hour of prayer a day for me. So I wake up and I 
sometimes I'll start with the morning offering. It just depends. Um, but I start with about five minutes of spontaneous prayer of me. If there's anything on my mind, just to kind of clear that out and give it to God. You know, I'm worried about this. I've got this. I just don't want to do this. I'm sorry for this. All of that, whatever. I start there and I spend five to 10 minutes with that. Mm -hmm. And then I move into the rosary and I, I pray the introductory prayers of the rosary and about three, two to three of the mysteries. And that gets my heart calmed Mm -hmm. to focus on Christ. It gets me outside of myself and it immerses me in Christ's life. And then I spend about 20 minutes in silent contemplative prayer and just placing myself at the feet of the cross. Sometimes I I imagine that that's more meditative prayer, but um, I imagine, you know, just Christ's face or um, kneeling at the foot of the cross, how, whatever I want to. Sometimes I just physically lay on the floor and I start with come Holy Spirit usually. And I just let the spirit go. Mm -hmm. And it, it's so rejuvenating. So I do that for about 20 minutes. Then I'll finish my rosary and end with a prayer of, of Thanksgiving for Mm -hmm. that time that, that the Lord's given me to be with him, to really grow with him, to communicate with him still. So that's how I personally do it. I know that seems way too structured for a lot of people. A lot of people prefer more of a spirit-led, spontaneous kind of prayer time. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just what has worked for me to get my mind settled, my heart settled, and move into that more contemplative prayer space. Yeah, Yeah. and I think, like, above above all, I think, like, when you you ask people who know what they're talking about, uh, about prayer and things like that, like, a time and time and again, the number one piece of advice is what? Make the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because you can you can excuse it away like I'm busy. I got a job. I got kids. I got this going on. Um, wake up 30 minutes earlier before yeah. everybody else wakes up. Or like I said, use nap time. You, you, everybody else is going to sleep. You're tired. You stay up an extra 30 minutes to an hour. Whatever it takes. It's, this is our most important yeah. relationship that we're supposed to have. Yeah. And it's, so we have to sacrifice for it. And may a culpa, right? I'm not saying I'm, I'll just do it every day perfect. But yeah. It's, it's the Father Larry Richards. What What are you going to say when God looks at you and says, you spent more time on the crapper than you did talking to me? Exactly right. I mean, that, I mean that's a really visceral in, in your face. But think about it for a second, folks. What are you going to say? The Lord said, the Lord Jesus, who uh, suffered and died, resurrected, uh, sent forth his apostles. Over 2,000 years, there have been saints and all this things. Martyrs. That have Martyrs, people dying for the faith, all this stuff. And he asks you, and you're like, well, you know, I, when you got to go, you got to go. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I just, that's not a very good excuse. Right? And so I have to tell that to myself. Yes. Um, so just to wrap up here, I thought we'd take a um, quote from scripture uh, from Philippians 4, verse 6. Okay. So to wrap up this podcast, have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Hmm. May God bless you all during this week. Live Catholic on purpose.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Catholic on Purpose. Until next time, please subscribe, share, and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. And may God bless you all.